Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Clay Travis is still in L.A. for one more day. This lengthy celebration, Clay, for Lock It In, season one, which comes to an end. I, look, a lot of shows don't get a second season. So I said this kind of flippantly last night, just got one word in and said congratulations. But you guys have done 180 shows, and you should be proud of that. That's pretty damn impressive, honestly. Yeah, well, look, we had a lot of fun. I've been out here now for 10 days. I'm flying back uh, basically as soon as I finish the show this morning. Um, I got an early morning flight to come back to Nashville. I'll be back in my usual Nashville studio on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But I've had an incredible time out in L.A. I mean, the double earthquakes, Kawhi with the metaphorical earthquake Mm. and his decision to go join the Clippers. And we closed out the show yesterday for season one. Now, we'll be back in August. But for people who don't like me, I took about 30 pies in the face live on television uh, yesterday for being the worst gambler in the season. Um, And uh, if you haven't watched our show, uh, we have a really, really fun time, whether it is uh, me, Cousin Sal, Rachel Bonetta, or Todd Furman. And we will all be back uh, in August. We don't know the exact return date. But I got a little bit nervous, I'm going to be honest with you, when I came on to the lot uh, yesterday 
yesterday morning uh, early to get ready for the show. And we have a, for people who live out in L.A., if you drive by the outside of the Fox lot at the intersection of Pico and Motor, we have a, uh, there was a billboard with our pictures on it. And early, I got an email uh, and a text message from somebody inside, and also then Sal took a picture of it, our billboard coming down. So you would think that at the Fox Studios, they could have been like, hey, let's give these guys one more day of, uh, you know, their shine, letting them have their billboard photo that is up there. Instead, on the day that we finished season one, they decided they couldn't leave it up for one more day, so they took down our our billboard, and uh, I think Cowherd got a new billboard up because God knows uh, we definitely have to continue to promote the herd. And uh, if he didn't have the whole day Monday, if he had to start on Tuesday, they, nobody would have had any idea about his show. Uh, and obviously, I'm joking about that. But it was a, uh, it was a, uh, it was an awesome run. I mean, 180 shows, a lot of shows. There's 180 hours of uh, of television. Uh, and a lot of people who listen to this radio show uh, have been watching and spending their time with it. And uh, and so it's just been a lot of fun. Maybe not as fun as the Home Run Derby or the Slam Dunk Contest, uh, depending. We're going to have a little bit of a debate here to start off the show. we got a loaded uh, Tuesday show for you. Going to talk with Alex Marvez. Going to talk with uh, John Morosi, getting you ready. And then in uh, Hour 3, you're going to continue to hang out with us because Petros uh, was not able to get up with us on this Tuesday. Tuesday morning, so he's going to join us on Wednesday uh, instead. So that's kind of given everybody a roadmap of where we're headed over the next three hours. Uh, but uh, it was an awful lot of fun, and uh, I really do uh, enjoy the time that I get to spend in L.A. Um, I, I have spent a lot of uh, days, weeks, and months over the years, last six years with Fox Sports doing a variety of different things, and uh, the Lock It In television show is about as, as, as much fun as I've had on the lot, and I've had a lot of fun. And so uh, that's exciting to think about, the fact that we're going to get season two, and uh, hopefully, obviously, we've got a lot of years left in the radio show and everything else, but getting to do radio and television is, uh, is really uh, you know, kind of a dream come true for what I would have hoped to be able to do one day, and so uh, honestly, I, I kind of love every minute of uh, of my day, except uh, the part where my alarm goes off uh, super early in the morning. Because for a couple minutes there, I definitely think, "What in the world are you doing?" Uh, but uh, but once the show gets rolling, I definitely think uh, I've made uh, the right decision. So Vlad Guerrero and Jock Peterson put on a show last night in the second round of the Home Run Derby, forty to thirty nine. Vlad goes up there, hits 29 in four minutes, then gets a 30-second bonus time because he hit two of them more than 440 feet. Jock Peterson did the exact same thing. He hit 29, hit two more than 440. And then they got a one-minute tiebreaker, and both of them hit eight more. And then even at 37, they had a three-swing playoff. Both hit one more each. Peterson pulled his last one foul. It went out, but it went just foul. And then finally, Guerrero wins 40-39. to That kind of felt like France and the U.S. and U.S. women's national team because it felt like it was over right there. But of course it was not, and you could predict what was going to happen. Pete Alonzo, another rookie, a Mets rookie, he's able to hit 23 because Vlad's just worn out. Vlad hit 91 home runs in the home run derby last night. Vlad Jr. did. His father, I'm not sure his father hit 91 in his entire career. And Vlad Guerrero was a great player. But the home run derby happens. It's a thing. And I'm sitting here wondering, and you mentioned it just now, Clay, home run derby versus slam dunk contest. These are two events that 
they're kind of the marquee, even though the three-point shootout has become bigger in the NBA just because the three-point shot has become so prevalent in the NBA. But these are kind of the signature all-star skills competition Uh, the pride moments that you see out there. And look, a lot of times it can be fun to watch. So of the two of these, which one of them do you think works better? Man, uh, old school-wise, and I'm old enough to remember, you know, the Jordan, the Dominique Wilkins, the Spud Webb era NBA slam dunk contest, I think that is the best thing that has ever happened in terms of a skills uh, competition. And, you know, the D. Brown, pump it up, the uh, Cedric Sabalos with the, the – I'm going old school Blindfolding now for, right there. Yeah, the blindfold on. Um, all of those things I remember watching live as a kid and thinking this is the greatest thing that's ever existed in mankind. But I feel like the, uh, the, 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 the dominance of the slam dunk contest, we've kind of seen everything happen at this point in time, right? I guess it was Blake Griffin dunking over the Kia, if I, if I remember that correctly. That was so not impressive too like it was not that high a jump to make yeah you know like at some point you've just kind of seen everything and so the showmanship element of the slam dunk contest has kind of given up the ghost i would say and i think the uh, home run derby is actually the better and more superior uh, event to watch now was it last year we saw bryce harper just kind of go off uh and uh, and i thought that was riveting must-see television if i had to choose between the slam dunk contest or the home run derby i think the home run derby is better television because i have more uncertainty about what happened what might happen from moment to moment every you know year you got a new stadium which adds a little bit of new dynamics. you got new guys who are swinging for the fences, uh, which obviously adds complexity. And, uh, and, and I just think there's more excitement level from the home run derby now than there is the slam dunk contest. you with me or against me? I'm with you. Uh, I think the one thing, the one angle of this that I continue to think about is which one of these things matters after the fact? And I don't know that either one of them does anymore because, I mean, look, I'm a Western Kentucky grad and Jeremy Evans won the thing, but I know that because I'm a Western Kentucky grad. But I look at the home run derby and I think, do I care about baseball because of this event? The answer is no. The sport surrounding the home run derby is nowhere near as interesting to me in 2019 as the sport surrounding the slam dunk contest. So the slam dunk contest maybe isn't as essential because last night, baseball kind of mattered. People on social media were talking about baseball. Unless you've got Cubs-Indians, which you know we were privileged in our first year on the air to have that as the World Series to be able to talk about, and that was fascinating, but that's generally not going to be the case. And so I look at the time we live in and the condition of those two sports, and I say the, the slam dunk contest is nowhere near as important to its sport anymore, I don't think, as a home run derby. How do you feel about that? Well, I, I think it used to be, and this may be a function of there not being as much on television back when we were kids. If you're out there listening to me right now, and you remember Jordan, and you remember Spud Webb, and you remember Dominique Wilkins, and you remember D. Brown and Sed Sabalos, and uh, even Vince and- Carter. Even Vince Carter and the and the Blake Griffin over the Kias, like all of that um, is kind of old school in the sense that there weren't that many other events that were actually taking place. 
And nowadays, I think that there are so many games to be watched. It used to be that like the All-Star game was a big deal because it was an opportunity to watch all these people, for instance, in the world of the NBA and uh, in the world of baseball that you might have heard about, but you didn't really know, right? Like I, I'm old enough to remember when you would get a newspaper and you would look at the box score and you would know these names based on the numbers they were putting up in the box score. But other than maybe a little bit of highlights, you hadn't actually seen them play. And so it used to be the Major League Baseball All-Star Game was that opportunity to kind of see the entire league uh, outside of your regional area, wherever you watched your favorite guy play. And now I feel like we kind of have a better sense for how all these guys are going to, uh, to perform. And I feel like, to their credit, Major League Baseball has done a better job of getting their superstars in the home run derby than the dunk contest has of getting the favorites in the dunk contest. Because it's almost like if you are LeBron, who I think has never appeared in the dunk contest, if I'm correct, all you have to do is lose, right? Because the expectation is, oh, LeBron's different level. If he goes out and he loses to some no-name, then it elevates the no-name, but it doesn't necessarily elevate uh, LeBron. And it used to be in in the NBA that the best players were there. I mean, when when Jordan and Dominique Wilkins were going head-to-head for the dunk contest, I mean, those were two of the best players in the entire NBA. Major League Baseball, maybe it's because of the prize that they're putting to bear out there, they do a better job, I think, of getting their stars to actually perform in the uh, the home run derby than the NBA does of getting their stars to be in the slam dunk contest. Yeah, I think that that's true. I also think that a lot of the NBA stars feel like they have a lot to lose if they go out there and get embarrassed. And I feel like LeBron has been afraid to be in the dunk contest, which is kind of crazy. Now, if I were him, I would not do it. But the thing about LeBron is, I've never seen LeBron do the kind of dunks I used to see on and one mixtapes. Or stuff that I see Jordan Kilgannon doing right now in other dunk contests outside of the NBA. Like, LeBron James is a great in-game dunker, but he wasn't like a stylistic dunker at any point. It's all about his power. So I can understand why he wouldn't want to go out there, because what does he really have to gain if there's all these, I don't know, dudes that are cutting 360s and 720s out there? trying to do all of this stuff well i think you're right i think it cuts him down if you're king james and you lose anything it it definitely is an attack upon your throne having said that i don't think michael jordan would have ever become air jordan if the slam dunk contest doesn't exist yeah that's right there's no question that that's right another thing that i'll say and then we'll get to break here Uh, you were talking about the stat lines in newspapers the other thing and we've mentioned this on this program before baseball cards and what they used to mean and oh, i was in love with them. yeah we all were tops fleer upper deck when the first year of upper deck came out but i Show knew some respect for yes Donruss. yes yeah i totally left out donris in that entire deal but i mean i remember what the old tops looked like with the wood grain oh yeah that one year yes i mean it was just absolutely outstanding and the other thing i think was there was no interleague play so when the detroit tigers would be yeah, on tv nationally point. it's like yeah. who are the, what sorcery is this is this the mate is this major league baseball because you got used to watching a few teams so i think all of that probably stands out be sure to catch live editions of outkick the coverage with clay travis weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. 
Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. First half of the Major League Baseball season is in the books. We're getting ready for the All-Star game tonight. John Morosi, our Major League Baseball insider, our expert, joins us now. Uh, And, uh, John, let's start off with kind of some breakdowns of the first half of the Major League Baseball season. And I think when you start uh, with what you saw in the first half of the season and maybe where uh, where the storylines are, you got to start with the Dodgers. Uh, I mean, who have just been playing lights out baseball in the first half of this season. Are they the best team in baseball as we go to the break? Clay, they're the best team in baseball by record right now. Of course, they did lose three straight to close the first half. Um, it's interesting. Right now, they are the best team. However... I look at the Yankees, and the Yankees now have the best record in the American League and are barely behind where the Dodgers are right now in terms of overall record. And with the Yankees, as you look at their club and the fact that I believe they'll get healthier as the year goes on and probably get even better by improving just internally once, once more of their players are, are back healthy and contributing, most especially Giancarlo Stanton uh, and Dylan Batances as well, this team, I think the Yankees, eventually will be the best team. And we know of course both teams are likely to make some upgrades here at the uh, trade deadline which by the way is only one uniform trade deadline this year on July 31st uh, which I think really will add a lot of intrigue to the coming weeks and and the trade deadline but in general I think right now Clay you're right uh, the Dodgers the best team in baseball in the first half but they have some flaws that the bullpen is not quite as deep as we have seen in the past uh, with Kenley Jansen Uh, again his dominance has waned a little bit here uh, in the last year or so Uh, so I would say the Dodgers right now, yes, the best team, but I, I see the, the Yankees as gaining ground rapidly, and I believe that they have a, a very good chance to pass up the Dodgers in, in due time as well. One of the biggest surprises as well has been the young Atlanta Braves and uh, and just how impressive they have been early part of this season. They've opened up a six-game lead in the NL East. Is that going to hold in your mind? Do you think the Braves, maybe a little bit ahead of expectations, are going to be uh, in the playoffs again? I think they will. Uh, they've got the best run differential in that division. In fact, uh, the, the best run differential of any NL team besides the Dodgers, which is really, at this point in time, a pretty good gauge of how well they're playing in general. The Phillies have disappointed in some ways in Bryce Harper's first season there. Uh, we thought for a while that they, they might have been the best team, but they have faded a bit since a, an impressive start. Uh, I think the Braves as well, Clay, they've got a very good farm system uh, to pull from and make some moves potentially uh, to shore up their bull pen and their rotation, I think to me it's very telling that in that division, with all their flaws, and they don't have a lot of flaws, but I think they've got a pretty gaping hole in terms of their rotation and also in their bullpen to add in a bit more experience there. Despite those two pretty apparent weaknesses, they do have that six-game lead that you mentioned, which is certainly an affirmation on the Braves' part, but also maybe a bit of a damning bit of criticism for the teams behind them. 
the Nationals and the Phillies. So uh, I, I would look for the Braves to utilize some of their young pitching in the minor leagues uh, to maybe make some, some bold moves here in the coming weeks. Alex Anthopoulos, their GM, is known for aggressive trading. Going back to his time with the Toronto Blue Jays, of course, he made the David Price deal four years ago. So I would expect that we'll see the Braves make a, a big move, and I think that will, to me, solidify their place as the best team in the National League East and probably, Clay, the, the toughest challenger to the Dodgers in, anywhere in the National League. The NL Central is an absolute mess, right? And, and I mean that uh, you, if you're an NL Central fan, if you're a fan of the Cubs, the Brewers, the Cardinals, uh, the Pirates, or the Reds, you're sitting around saying, hey, maybe we could win this division. All of the teams in that division within four and a half of the lead, roughly, as we uh, head into the All-Star break. Who's going to win the NL Central, and uh, is it good or bad to have a whole lot of mediocrity in the same division? Well, Clay, here's one point on the NL Central that I think is fascinating, and uh, I wish I could remember who, who said it first because I think it's just really one of the salient points about baseball right now, is the spread between first place and last place in the Central in the National League is, large, is, is actually smaller than the spread between first and second in any division. So again, yeah, it's first wild. and last, four and a half games in the, in the NL Central, that is the smaller than anybody else's lead there in first to second place. So remarkable how compact those teams are. I, I, I expect that in time that the Brewers are going to be the best team there. I think they are the team with the least amount of flaws and also the one with the best close to the majors farm system to make some pretty aggressive moves. I think Madison Bumgarner probably is, is the best fit there of anybody uh, as a rental piece to help them get over the top. Uh, but, but they're a team that I think has struggled to meet the expectations that they set by the way they played last year. They are, I believe, Clay, a move or two away from being able to credibly challenge uh, the Dodgers or even the Braves, for that matter, in the National League playoffs. But I, I look at them as, as having the fewest number of flaws. The Cubs right now, uh, they have really had some system breakdowns, both offensively and on the mound in the last month or so, that give me really some significant concerns there with that team uh, there in, in the National League Central. So I, I think in general, I would say the, the Brewers are the team that have the fewest flaws. But to your point, Clay, it's almost by default. And, and, and I would say this, the Cincinnati Reds, I've had people that follow that division closely that say, you know what, the Reds might have the best chance of any to be able to win this division and have a good run in the second half. So, uh, Because their pitching is so good, Luis Castillo, an all-star, is a name that we should all know. He's been really impressive in the first half of the season. So do not sleep. I know the Reds are in last place, but they're one last-place team with a credible chance of making the playoffs. All right, we're talking to John Morosi. You can follow him on Twitter at J-O-N-M-O-R-O-S-I is where you can find him. We're talking about Major League Baseball at the halfway point All-Star game on Fox tonight uh, from Cleveland. Let's go into the AL a little bit. You touched on them earlier, the Yankees. Do you think that uh, the Boston Red Sox can get things rolling? Do you think that Tampa Bay can hang around? Uh, Both those teams pretty substantially far back, or do you think this is the Yankees division? This is the Yankees division, Clay. I would be stunned if by the end of the season that the Yankees are not in first place in this division. They are, I believe, the best team, deepest lineup, deepest bullpen, the rotation, even though uh, they've had some setbacks with uh, uh, Herman being hurt. Now he has come back, though Severino has not even been able to pitch yet in the regular season. 
So they've had a number of, of bits of adversity there with their rotation, but they've been able to weather that uh, because Tanaka's been solid. Sabathia, my goodness, you wonder if you would almost reconsider retirement at this point in time. He won't, by the way, but he's pitched well enough to, to make you wonder if he would. Uh, that's been a really nice development for them. Their lineup has been so versatile and adaptable. DJ LeMayu, an all-star he, in so many ways, has been their MVP of the first half. Uh, and Aaron Judge, now he's been able to come back and make an impact. It's remarkable, Clay, but it just speaks to the overall depth of this team that Stanton has basically played not at all this whole year, and, and they have offensively barely missed him, if at all. It's a remarkable story. Brian Cashman deserves a lot of credit for just the overall depth that he has built with that organization, even having an injury of late here to Luke Voigt, and they've still managed to find ways to win ball games. So I've been very impressed by them. The Rays, I think that they'll find a way to be a wild-card team. I'm not so sure about the Red Sox. They have, I believe, a number of weaknesses there with their bullpen. A lot of concerns there. I think rotation depth, also an issue there for Boston. And and they have spent so much money, Clay, and so many prospects in recent years that their resources to make a, a big deal here at the deadline are, are minimal. So they almost uh, are the finished product that they're going to be already with respect to the deadline, which makes me concerned because you could see some teams like the Indians, the Rangers, make themselves better and potentially crowd out the defending World Series champion Red Sox from a wild card spot in the AL this year. We talked about the Braves being the best surprise, I would say, in the National League in terms terms of teams that have come out and played outstandingly well I think the Minnesota Twins would have to be that team in the AL they have a a pretty decent lead they've been white hot they've uh, come back down to earth a little bit I guess in recent history Uh, do you think the Twins have staying power I do especially in that division Clay you know I look at the Indians and, and the Indians are a good team they're no longer a great team. They've been a great team in the past. That They were a great team, I think, as recently as 2016 when they reached the World Series and came within a swing of, of winning it. But they're a solid team that I don't believe is going to challenge the Twins. The Twins' offense is incredible. They are going to set, I believe, records, run scored, home runs. All of those are within their reach as a ball club this year. And uh, I expect that's not going to slow down. Uh, they are deep in the lineup they already had a very good lineup last year and they added the likes of Nelson Cruz and Jonathan Scope and and Marvin Gonzalez and CJ Crone to that group and, and you see continued growth from the likes of Jorge Polanco and Max Kepler and Eddie Rosario so uh, yes some injuries of late for them with their lineup but I look for them to be able to slug their way to a division title the question of course is going to come how do they handle the Astros if they play them in the first round? And Houston, we believe, they'll get healthier with Carlos Correa in the second half. So uh, I think in general uh, we'll see the, the Astros uh, be a very formidable team once they meet the Twins in the playoffs. But I think the Twins have a very clear path, in my estimation, to winning the AL Central this year. We're talking to John Morosi. It's the halfway point Major League Baseball, the All-Star game tonight. Uh, all right, uh, and then finally, going through every one of these divisions, the Houston Astros have obviously been on a roll for a couple of years now. Uh, Do you think they kind of coast through in the AL West winning their division? Well, I think they probably will win the division, Clay, but I I think the important thing to watch with the Astros here in the coming weeks is they've got to make a move to fortify their rotation. Uh, Right now, they've got three solid starters, solid to very good starters, of course, with both Verlander and Cole being all-stars. Wade Miley, a, a very solid three or four starter, but they're not going to be able to beat the 
Yankees, I believe, or the Dodgers unless they make a big move. And they might as well make a move, Clay, that helps improve their club for next year as well with someone like a Noah Syndergaard, a Marcus Stroman, a Matthew Boyd. Because after this year, Garrett Cole's a free agent, probably going to be the highest-rated pitching free agent anywhere, which means he'll be really demanding a high price tag and, I believe, pricing himself out of the Houston market right now. Um, I think he'll be a free agent and probably go somewhere else. Uh, Colin McHugh is a free agent. Uh, they've got a lot of guys that are going to be entering free agency that will make Miley's one more name, by the way, that will, uh, I think, create a lot of uncertainty for that rotation entering next year. I think their, their lineup will allow them to continue to compete for a number of years to come. But barring some pretty significant pitching moves, that next wave of pitching that they thought they had uh, with the likes of Forrest Whitley and Corbin Martin has not materialized for the Astros in a way that they expected. And so I think as a result, they are not protected well at the top levels of their farm system. And unless they make some moves here pretty soon, uh, I think they're, they're certainly fine for 2019 to win the division. But I wonder significantly if they're going to be able to be a World Series contender legitimately this year and next year as well. We're talking to my guy, John Morosi. He's Major League Baseball's insider for this show and many other shows. You can follow him on Twitter at J-O-N-M-O-R-O-S-I. We have the All-Star Game tonight. For a lot of people out there, they may not have been paying that much attention to Major League Baseball so far, but I know a lot of my audience, this time of year in particular, you're looking for your sports fix. What would you tell people to watch in tonight's All-Star Game if they are, uh, which I think is very common, a casual baseball fan just looking for something to be entertained by tonight well we see i think in mike trout he's got a, a great track record clay of of, of being uh, a dynamic player uh, certainly in this game he has been on this big stage before he's won the mvp of this game before multiple times in fact uh and and i think it's important for us to point out and appreciate uh as, as tom verducci did on our broadcast over the weekend of, of the angels and astros that mike trout's numbers through this point in his career basically suggest he is on par with Griffey, with Mantle, with Mays. He is of that ilk in terms of the all-time great center fielders of this point in time in his career. It's remarkable to say it, but it's true. Appreciate the greatness that we see in front of us. I think great moments. Uh, CC Sabathia getting a great ovation back in Cleveland. Stay tuned for that. Michael Brantley, as revered as anybody, has been with that franchise in Cleveland for, for a very, very long time. He, of course, now a Houston Astro. He'll get a huge ovation. Uh, I think Cody Bellinger in, in the National League. There is so much great young talent on the NL side. Bellinger, Nolan Arenado. I look for big moments for, from those guys to really seize that opportunity. I really credit, Clay, the, the, the way that the, this young group of players, in conjunction with MLB and the Players Union, they get the importance of being relatable and fun. And you see it a lot with social media during the course of the All-Star game. They get it. And I realize that, that baseball sometimes doesn't have that same place at the, at the bar stool conversation of American sports as it was in the past, the great debates that you see uh, that we maybe have about football and basketball. But the players are doing their part. They get it. The league gets it. The, player, the union gets it as well. I give a lot of credit to all of them. And I, I would just say if you're only a casual fan of baseball, Sit back, enjoy, let the young stars of the game today tell you their story because it's a great story and we've got great people to tell it as well with the young stars of the game today. Outstanding stuff as always, John Morosi. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O-Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer. 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. On Monday, we spent so much time talking about Kawhi Leonard and Paul George to the Clippers that we really didn't unpack what I think is an incredibly interesting storyline, uh, and that is the the outcome of the Women's World Cup. And in conjunction with that, what we saw in the Gold Cup match between the United States and Mexico, it was interesting because if you are a soccer fan, you had the opportunity to sit down on Sunday and start off your morning watching the U.S. women and then follow it, off, uh, follow it up by watching the U.S. men play. And a lot of people out there, you know, their natural reaction, um, and, and I think it's an intriguing one, is to kind of compare the relative status of the U.S. men's national team and the women's team. I'm going to start with this. That's really kind of a fool's errand, right? Our women dominate because our women have global rights that do not exist for many women in the rest of the world. The Women's World Cup is only 24 teams. They're talking about expanding it to make it 32, but they've only recently expanded it from beyond 16. The reason why our women dominate relative to other women in uh, the world is because the United States is an insanely wealthy country and because we are able to give our women opportunities and assets that frankly don't exist anywhere else because we have the resources and the money for a lot of American families to pay thousands of dollars a year for women's travel soccer when a lot of places in the rest of the world don't even have the resources to get their daughters into school period so the men by and large worldwide the best talent is able to be found for men's sports because there's a lot more money in it and so the other part of this as opposed to looking at the overall stat of the men and the women is trying to assess the relative quality of play of the men and the women and the thing that I would say about this and then the quality of play also ties in with pay and there's uh, I I know that when the women won there was a lot of chance about equal pay and everything else well I, I don't know why there's not more time spent on analysis of the market factors let me give you an example nobody out there who is a fan of the NBA is arguing that WNBA players should be receiving the same pay as men right because there are a lot more people who care about men's basketball than women's basketball worldwide most of the money that teams receive to play in the world cup come as a part of this breakdown right the fifa dollars that are brought to bear are distributed to all the different teams so The reason why the men make more money than the women is because the men's World Cup produces orders of magnitude more. The most recent number that I saw, and it may be different for this year because certainly the overall interest for the Women's World Cup is increasing and that's great for the sport overall. The most recent number I saw was that the Men's World Cup produces in the neighborhood of $4 billion a year. In, uh, in revenue when they're doing the World Cup every four years, $4 billion, and that the Women's World Cup had produced around $80 million, and that the women were actually receiving 
a higher percentage of the revenue that was produced by the Women's World Cup for winning a title than the men were. I think the women were receiving 13% of the revenue in terms of, uh, of, of championship money and payment, and the men were receiving around 9%. Now, the Men's World Cup produces an awful lot more revenue, and they're talking about expanding it as well. So one of the big issues here is that we are talking about a global sport, and the way the globe values men's soccer as opposed to women's soccer is completely different. If anything, I hate to see people immediately latch on to this idea of of unfairness and people being upset about it because if anything our women are the global standard by which women's rights should be brought to bear everywhere and if you've heard me talking about on this show a lot of times in the women's world cup you can just look at the overall freedom that women have in their countries as a uh, as a rough approximation of whether or not uh, that team's going to win because and we, we had this discussion, in Iran, women were just allowed last year to actually be able to attend soccer matches in the country. The women who play on the Iranian soccer team have to wear pants and they have to wear hijabs uh, where only their eyes are visible as members of their team. Is it a surprise that when you consider those overall lack of rights that the U.S. women would be able to dominate against very many countries because we just have rights that they don't? I also, this is a larger issue, I also think this whole equal pay for equal work argument, when you actually look at the numbers on a global scale for all jobs, doesn't actually shake out. And we got a presidential election going on. And I think this ties in with it because certainly the U.S. women's soccer team has been intensely politicized uh, during the course of this run to their championship. Um, In fact, I think that the U.S. women's team has accepted an invite to visit the House of Representatives and AOC there, but they're not going to accept an invite to go visit Donald Trump because they have a difference of opinion on politics. We can get into all of the aspects of that, but the, the equal pay for equal work argument doesn't actually break down in the United States either. When people say, oh, women make 80 cents on the dollar compared to men, that's not true. Uh, when you actually consider the amount of years that people have been working on jobs. what The reason why women make less money uh, for than men a lot of times is because women take years off to have children very often in our country. And if you want to argue that means we need better uh, child care, look, I'll, I'll 100% sign on with I would like a lot better child care options because I know when I had uh, my wife working full-time and I was working full-time, we spent more money on child care uh, to have my young kids in child care than we would have to have them enrolled in a state college, right? Like my kids, where we live in Nashville, Tennessee, my kids could have gone to the University of Tennessee in college and paid tuition cheaper than they were getting childcare. So like, I don't even worry about the cost of college now because I've had to live through the cost of childcare. And there's a lot of you out there talking about that too. But if you think about it from a pure business perspective, if women were really making 80 cents on the dollar for the exact same work, then the truth of the matter is every company would only hire women because they'd have 20% reduced expenses when it comes to paying employees so it's just not true do i wish that the women made the exact same amount as the men yes are our women better in the world than our men are at soccer yes now don't be crazy there's a certain segment of the population out there that's like oh our women would beat our men don't be insane 
All right. The U.S. women, as good as they are, got beaten by an under 15 all-star team in Dallas, Texas, a couple of years ago, five to two in a scrimmage. So and and, and as good as they are, they do, the, our U.S. men would be. I'll ask Furman uh, about this. Uh, we talked about this on the, the show yesterday. I said, hey, how much would the U.S. men be favored over the U.S. women? And he's like, oh, it's a massive difference in the overall talent. It's not similar at all. Um, And so uh, I think that has to be factored in in many respects. But in general, um, this argument for equal pay, for equal work, and everything else that's affiliated with it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. And by the way, I actually think the U.S. men are on a good trajectory. They lost one nothing on Sunday night in the Gold Cup, but I thought they played pretty doggone well overall. And it may be, especially with Christian Poyasik, Poyasik, I always mispronounce his name. At some point, I'm going to get his name right. But I think it's possible that he is going to one day be the best player overall in American history that we have ever seen. So I think that, and that's a high bar to put to bear on him, but I think he has the potential to really take American soccer to another level because he has a talent that I'm not sure we've ever seen before, and he's still an insanely young guy. But I think it's unfortunate when we get into situations like this, and uh, look, I wish the women made the same amount of money as the men, but most of the money is not coming from the United States that the men and the women receive. It's from the World Cup, and the men's World Cup is infinitely more valuable than the women's World Cup, and that's how we end up in a situation where uh, there is that disconnect between their respective uh, salaries. Now, um, one day I hope we can celebrate, by the way, the men being anywhere near as good as the women too, and I do think we're starting to improve a little bit, but the world competition for men's soccer is just infinitely higher than the competition level is for women's soccer be sure to catch live editions of outkick the coverage with clay travis weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific we talked a lot in monday's show and we talked about it a little bit in today's show but still the lasting after effects and aftershocks of Kawhi to the uh to the clippers i think the nba got insanely fortunate i think if adam silver had had a magic wand as Kawhi watch continued over the course of all last week, if Kawhi Leonard goes to the Lakers, then we have another dynastic team. And certainly the people who like LeBron and hate LeBron are still going to have a reason to like or hate LeBron. But to me, the way that this is set up now, you are creating an opportunity for Kawhi and LeBron to be potentially the two best players in the NBA next year playing in the same city, which happens to be the second biggest city in the entire United States that has a rabid fan base. And it is incredibly beneficial, I think, to the league. I think that if Adam Silver had had the ability to send Kawhi Leonard anywhere in free agency to the Clippers with Paul George is the best possible result for the NBA in terms of interest. Because again, The LeBron people, whether you love or hate LeBron, you're still going to be paying attention to the Lakers. But to make the Clippers a rival in their own building, to set up Kawhi as kind of the anti-LeBron, he's not the guy sending out tweets all the time, he's not the guy sending out Instagram messages, he's not active on social media, he is the quiet storm to steal a line that I used on Monday's show, and LeBron is sort of the frenetic energy of the heartbeat of the league that's always providing a brand new storyline. Are you with me that this is incredible? This is basically the best thing that could happen from Adam Silver's perspective. 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, him going to the Lakers would have made the Lakers interesting, and that's about it. Him going in the same city, knowing that you're going to play the Lakers as many times as the Clippers will, I guess, I don't know if the schedule's out. I don't think they put out the schedule yet. That has to be Christmas Day, right? Oh, no doubt. Like, you have to do Lakers and Clippers. Like, that would be the most foolish thing in the world not to. But this is what you want. You want this elite-level parity. I do think that you have a lot of other teams that have some hope because the talent is spread out and there's enough... Uh, otherworldly level talent in this league right now to create that. I think for the first time, league pass feels like a really good play. I think that even if you just do the five-team league pass that they offer, then you can get both LA teams. You can get the Pelicans at Sea Zion. You can get a couple, maybe your squad and one other. The West is absolutely loaded. I think the East is in pretty good shape as well. This is the first time in a long time that I, I mean, I love the NBA and I don't even watch a lot of the regular season. But I'm actually going to be super excited to watch things this year. I think this makes it innumerably more interesting than it would have been had he just went to the Lakers and formed a super team. And I think that this is Kawhi's personality. This this fits exactly who this guy is or who we think he is. And that's the whole point, right? We don't really know who this guy is. But he just pulled off a great move. And we, nobody even knew Paul George was out there. And of course, Kawhi Leonard lands it. Do you think the Clippers will win a championship? A championship or this year? A championship with yes. Kawhi and Paul George on the team. Yes. You think it'll happen? Uh, I would do. you make them the favorite this year? Yes, yeah, slight. I think both LA teams are right there. And there are some other squads I like as well, a couple in the East. But if I had to predict it today, yeah, I think that the Clippers being the favorites makes all the sense in the world. Slight favorite. I think there's a good chance that we're going to see some really exciting stuff. And look, I've been critical of the NBA, but I think this is the best possible result. I'm kind of ecstatic. I mean, maybe it was partly being out in LA. You could feel the excitement surrounding where Kawhi was going to end up. And uh, I think it is going to, uh, it's going to hit us in a big way once that's season gets rolling fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live oh, 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 you need parts o'reilly auto parts has parts need them fast we've got fast no matter what you need we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare (laughs) 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!